Hi, you're listening to Boggy Talk, Faith Conversations in the Mud, a resource of Church on Bayshore. Hey, welcome to Boggy Talk. Hope you are doing well. Talk. Talk, talk. Talk. <laughs> Sorry, I just started puberty. Uh, <laughs> voice is cracking. Uh, also because we, I'm really tired. Someone needs to go through the history of Boggy Talk and pay attention every time I'm critiquing your voice. Because <laughs> it's well, and a lot then of times they'll be like, "Really? Start. You want us to start with you, James? We listen to you for 40 <laughs> oh, yeah, minutes. Yeah, that's on right. Let's, let's talk about your Thanks voice. For not let's doing talk that. about your voice. Thanks for not doing that. Hey, Justin. you know that's why we're we're friends and yeah. uh, co-laborers for the gospel. I'm glad um, there wasn't like some salty criticism that you bit buried in that just came out <laughs> right then. Too, because your heart isn't that. I'm way too tired to remember. You know how, any like, of when it. you like say, "Come in this," I'm like, "Oh, you want to talk about that? Well, let's talk oh. about this." I'm like, "Dang, bro, you've been like holding your children, on to that. like your children do." Like, "Oh, you want to talk about that? Well, you do this." Uh-huh, I'm like, uh-huh. "We're not talking about me right now, son." I know, I know. <laughs> and you're like, right. We'll take the plank out of your and eye before right. we take the speck. I'm like, "Yeah, I don't think uh, that quite applies to like that, that to parents." Yeah, but. yeah, exactly. But that's like, not our topic today. Yeah, and uh, and we, you know, we're uh, we may ramble a little bit on this, but not that we ever do that ever. But we just got back from. Uh, Richmond, Virginia. Yes, uh, literally this this morning. Uh, like we're recording this. Ago. Yes, and because um, we were there for uh, the Jeffersons uh, and their commissioning with the International Mission Board, and it was an incredible time. We're going to talk about that a little bit more next week. You know um, who they are because you watch Boggy Talk every week right. or listen to it every week, and you heard them. For that's two right. Weeks. You did hear for them for two weeks. If you didn't catch those, I would say go back and listen to them. One, they share their calling for the nations. Two, they talk about just evangelism, personal evangelism, and both of them are great. Uh, So go back just a couple of weeks and you'll catch those. Uh, But today on Boggy Talk, we are uh, following up on this past Sunday. (laughs) This is upcoming Sunday for us. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. we are pre-recording, yes, but we're we talking are. about um, our series Now I See, and we got into chapter five, uh, and we really focusing on uh, these two verses from the passage we talked about in Ephesians chapter five, but verses three and four. Hey, Go first ahead. of all, how are you doing, buddy? I'm doing okay. I'm just like diving in. Like, yeah, let's I know go. you did. Uh, yeah, I'm doing gr- great. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think so. Yeah, I guess you covered you were great because you went to the. Yeah, I mean that just that's night. just yeah. perspective giving. Okay. You're like, why? Why can I? How could I complain today? Yeah. Because I mean, and tomorrow your Braves story. beat the Cubs in a heartbreaking fashion. Two yeah, weeks, two, two nights, two nights in, a in a row. It was pretty. pretty I'm amazing. a Cubs fan, and He's I'm a Braves fan. fan. And uh, the first game they won, it was because the outfielder just totally dropped the ball, and mm-hmm. he literally dropped the ball, and um, and we were laughing about it because I was saying, you know, like if that was like a high school team or you're like, you're like, oh, poor guy. Like, but in you're like, you should have caught that. I don't feel bad for you. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. kind you of, ca- of callousness mm-hmm. of heart. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then last night it was just Acuna. He just did it. So uh, he yeah. did it. How are yeah. you? I'm good, man. Oh, okay. I'm not happy about the Cubs losing. But yeah. Cause I'm they, they're, they're fighting for that. the wild card. So yeah, I got a lot going on. So I'm feeling a little busy. Yeah. And I'm also extra tired because of the flight. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that yeah. kind of just makes yeah, yeah. everything mm-hmm. feel exactly. Hopefully I'll sleep but, well tonight. Yes, I agree. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah. So Kids don't make it in the way of my sleep tonight. <laughs> or else. Christy don't have a lot to talk about tonight. <laughs> oh no. So this is past tense. So I'll, That's I'll right. update you guys. That's right. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll be sure okay, to update you so next back week. To the scripture. So Ephesians chapter five, uh, three and four. But sexual immorality and impurity or greed should not even be heard among you, as is proper for the saints. And coarse and foolish talking or crude joking are not suitable, but rather giving thanks. Mm. Uh, so what, what translation? This was the uh, what trans? I just grabbed the Bible that was New over world? here. No, this is Holman Christian. Holman Christian. I don't even make that anymore. Yeah, they don't. Now it's just the CS. Christian standard. Now it's not Holman Holman got left out. That's right. They're like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know the history. 
history of that. Uh, yes. Why why Holman didn't get coming the, to a boggy talk near? That's you. right. Well, we'll yeah, dive in. We'll dive, dive into, into that. We should do a Bible translations. Yeah, we should. We'll that's a good one. Before, we have. I think. We've talked about they it before. They forgot. Um, okay. So. Uh, why are we talking about this? Well, the Good. Bible talks about it. That's right. That's right. I, I question though, did anybody, so the two weeks b- before this week, we did like a, in the welcome video said, Hey, just FYI, if you've got kids, you know, that we're going to be talking about some mature topics. Did anybody like come to you and like, what are you going to talk about? No, no. Okay. <laughs> I don't surprise people anymore. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we, like, yeah, whatever. Yeah, we probably should, we should probably hide our, cover our earmuffs. <laughs> That's right. So, well, yeah. so uh, why are we talking about this, brother? <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, We're a little loopy. So the point from those two verses specifically mm. was to flee <clears throat> sexual morality, and um, you know, the, then I got into the the funny thing about. Um, well, actually, there's several things for those two verses, but the thing we're talking about today is um, flee sexual immorality, um, and that's this isn't the only place in Scripture. I didn't really get into that, but I, I think I alluded to it. Like, there's several other places that this is referenced in Scripture, and I think you know. We, and I think this is what we're talking about today, we live in a culture that has really become uh, just so accepting of sexual immorality. Right. And um, I don't even know that we're fully aware how accepting we are of it. And I think as Christians, part of the reason that we're as accepting of it as we are is because we're kind of overreacting to how um, the church... um, kind of treated certain sexual sins mm-hmm. uh, for a long period of time uh, while then having their own issues, you know, like was maybe, maybe, maybe made it political versus making it biblical. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And so I think, you know, I grew up in church as a teen and there was a huge emphasis on true love weights and yep. purity culture. And now there's, there's, you know, back, yeah, it basically mm-hmm. there's a, there's a backlash against that. It's kind of like one of those, like, oh, that was there, there were uh, just, I would say things that were, oh, sexuality was and second was overemphasized and it was like elevated above Mm -hmm. other spiritual Mm -hmm. things. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's so simultaneously in many uh, churches, you had this great, this purity emphasis on purity culture, but then it led to a shaming. Uh, And then also it was, there was also rampant abuse. I would say rampant, but uh, there was abuse going on in some of these same places. And so it's become one of the situations. Now uh, there's a, there's a push to kind of like abandon all talk of all talk of purity Mm -hmm. rather than like, what does the Bible actually say and what's the heart behind it? Mm -hmm. Uh, And then going back to what you said, I think, we truly are desensitized to this as a culture because it is so pervasive Mm -hmm. and there's a part of us that's just like, well, that's just the way it is. Mm -hmm. And so we really have to push against that uh, Mm -hmm. biblically uh, and, you know, in our hearts to, to do what scriptures say to flee Mm -hmm. sexual immorality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And there's only, I think it's, one of the only two things that it says flee from it, you know, usually like what God is telling us is to stand firm, like do our battles against whatever attack, but actually we're told to flee sexual immorality. So that's the power it has. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and mm-hmm. I, I referenced this on Sunday. A lot of times people are like, well, all sins are equal. And it's like, they are in the sense that they make you unrighteous. Right. But they are not equal in the sense of their consequences, nor how they should be you know, dealt with, if you would say that. And the Bible specifically says in first Corinthians chapter six, that we sin against our own body when we commit sexual sins. And so the consequences of sexual sin are stronger than uh, other sins. Mm -hmm. And we are fooling ourselves if we don't think so. So, so there should be a a great severity and urgency of believers about sexual sin. Uh, And so I think 
fa- it's very fair to say that like so you know it's funny on the way here I was like uh I want to watch a movie uh, on our first flight you know and I was mm-hmm. like oh National Lampoon's because uh, v- v- uh the first vacation I've actually never seen it all the way through mm-hmm. and I was like and I'm scared to watch some of these because there's like a teenager sitting next to me you know what would be on there and I know a lot of like older strong very faithful godly people who love National Lampoon's mm-hmm. and I'm watching and there's nudity I'm like oh gosh you know yeah, I have why? to forth through and I'm there? like so so like that was the eighties, right? So you have the eighties who are like all these believers that are like strong. We care about purity and we care about all these things. And then they, that's one of their favorite movies. You know right. what I mean? So like there's an incongruity. There, there yeah. is like this, I don't want to say hypocrisy, but this um, inconsistency in application of sexual immorality. So I get the critique. However, strong Bible believing God fearing people would still be very serious about sexual immorality because of the consequences for you. Like, um, and maybe the tone and rhetoric would just be different. Does that make sense what I'm saying? Absolutely. Because yeah. I think we were saying like, yes, the all sin separates us from God. Like, you know, uh, but the consequences and they all, they all, the consequence of all sin is death. Yeah. Uh, but there are consequences that and that's a horizontal, you know, between us and God. Yeah. But there are differing consequences in the, in that's the, vertical. Vertical, that's a vertical. Right? Yeah. yeah that, the in the vertical and then the horizontal, there's differing consequences. Right. There just are. Uh, and I think, Another reason, um, you know, this is so uh, sexual immorality is so damaging, is because like what you said, like it is sin against our own body, and it and it it's then becomes baggage we bring into relationships yeah. that, and you know, and there is, you know, like we're not going to forsake the grace of God, His restoration, and all those things that are possible, but it is something that has to be worked through, yeah, uh, and. And I think particularly with sexual immorality, there is so much shame attached to uh-huh. it. And, and, you know, that we also have to talk through. And we'll, we can talk about that yeah. a little bit as far as like how we approach that uh, with, with, with children specifically yeah. and raising teens and, yeah. you know, in this yeah. culture. Yeah, you're right. Um, yeah. And, and I think so. So that, that, I think that's where we should camp out for the rest of our time on this topic. Mm-hmm. So we are not. So, so one solution would be like Amish world. And, and honestly, you know, I mean, there's times when you're like, Hey, maybe, yeah, no, seriously. I mean, (laughs) yeah, there are some things that I would question about that culture, but if our culture was all like that, I don't think it's all bad, but that is not our reality, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's not the reality we live in. If you want to be in the world, not of the world, you're going to be around all kinds of stuff. So how do we like be about sexual morality without being approved, Mm -hmm. you know? And so, so let's just walk through some topics, you know, here. So, um, so one, you know, it's interesting is I feel like, and, and, and I've heard, uh, I've heard people talk about this, men and women uh, talk about this, like pastors used to talk about modesty and now it's almost like you can't talk about modesty without being viewed, uh, as a problem. You're what you're saying is a problem. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And like now, like, it seems like the answer is com- like, there was a day when, godly women really did care. Like, I don't want to cause a man to stumble. And now it feels like the narrative, not from everybody, but a lot is like, well, he shouldn't stumble. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I feel like we've gone way too far, like in immodesty amongst believing, you know, Mm -hmm. again, non-believers, they need Jesus. Like that's, this, that's not the issue. I'm not trying to get non-believers to do any of this, but believers, it just feels like there is like 
no modesty anymore. Yeah, and I think all. it comes back to that, like the brother-sister relationship that we're yeah, called to have right. as believers. Like brothers are to care for their sisters and sisters are to care for their brothers. And, and I, you know, we've talked about this in our own home with raising a daughter who's in, you know, middle school. And you just, there, there are things you think in theory and then you're like, oh, now I, I have, I have a child who, you know, like, People dress, and she wants to dress. When we have we 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 have different ideas of what is right, or you know what is modest, and and wrestling with that, like yes, like I say, baby, like you're not responsible for their like right. their their thought. Like, you, however, you are responsible in that these are your brothers and you know, mm-hmm. like we don't, mm-hmm. and it, and it, and it needs to be vice versa. We do need to address yeah, oh, that. It's, and it goes the other way. And I think for so long, the conversation was always right. women right. don't cause your brother to stumble. And it, and it should be the other, the conversation never, right. it right. never rarely went the other way. It needs to be a both At way. Least conver- do, yeah. I, do, I do remember when I started going to church, like guys were talking about like, yeah. don't look twice. You know, they were, yeah. they were saying those things, but it was like the public narrative was always like women, yeah. you need to stop. You and know? so yeah. it needs to be, that both com that both way conversation in this, and that's that's regardless of age, you know. So that's not just parenting yeah. teenagers; that's adults too. Like we should be, you know, like we should just be caring and right. you know and wise and considering others before ourselves. Right. Yeah, and I, and I would say I think you know with that I think having a sisterhood and having a brotherhood is very important because the accountability needs to really come from the same sex, you know, like, like, you know, I'm not going to go to women in our church and be like, Hey, you're just immodest. You Mm -hmm. know, this is what, like, I'm just not, it's just not appropriate. Like it's not going to be received well. It's not appropriate. But uh, I mean, I would with my daughter and I guess, you know, if we had really close family members, you know, but, but, um, you know, that really needs to be like women telling each other like, Hey, uh, and, and I would just say like, you know, I'm not going to get into specifics here, but like, you really do need to ask yourself like, you know, am I being a servant to others by the way I dress? Because as a Christian, we're called to be a servant to others in every action. Right. So. Absolutely. And I think a piece of this too comes back to, you know, when we talked about the Amish and how like, you know, there's the uh, the avoidance of you know things of culture and things of the world, and I think we also when we talk about uh, sexuality and when we talk about sexual sin, we have to be very clear that we could literally do everything possible to protect You're ourselves right. and never address the heart of the matter. You're right, uh, and so it does like it. It is a both and. So it is a both. It, and, it, yes. You do have to address the heart, but I mean Jesus says like if your eye causes you to stumble. Cut it, get rid of it. Like, and I think it's like, that's how serious Be we Be careful should. what body part you blame for your sin. <laughs> that's right. Yes, yes, exactly. But it's like, you have to be so serious about it at the same time, like protecting yourself and accountability or having a program on your phone or computer. Right. Those are great tools. They don't, nah, and they can nah. modify behaviors and that's good. Uh, but ultimately the heart has to be transformed too. And sometimes you need the behavior modification. So you have the space to, for the heart transformation mm-hmm. to happen. I'm not saying like one, these are simultaneous things that need to happen. Uh, and I think because so much can so easily focus on the external right. and I, you know, and you know, I think experience in the church is like a lot of dudes particularly will get together for accountability. And they're like, what happens in accountability is like, Oh yeah, well, I struggle with that too. Or I struggle with that too. And there's never like, but we shouldn't. So how are we going to help right. each other? Yeah. It's just a commiseration and we need to push each other yeah. into the, okay, so how are you progressing right. in this? How right. is, how are you becoming mm-hmm. like Christ and challenge each other in love, not mm-hmm. out of, you know, mm-hmm. Hey, 
you know, like it, it's just, it's encouraging each other in this. All right. So two other quick topics on that content. So we talked about dress oh, content. Yeah. How do you not be approved, you know, but I mean, cause it's all out there. Yeah, that is, that's tough. I think in the culture, because like you said, with National Lampoons, it's like, you just, you don't always know what's going to be on something if you choose to watch it. So we, we try to screen things, you know, try to read like, Hey, what's going to be in this before we watch something we're unfamiliar with. Uh, you know, whether we are really guarded that thing on your Vox where like he, they're talking. They're like, "You stupid sinner!" <laughs> do you have that thing? No, uh, I know Angel. people in the church that do have it, that. And I yeah. think it's great. We we don't. Yeah. Um, we. Uh, I mean, I just think it's wise to screen things. Uh, I think it's v- it's very wise. Like if if you're gonna air. Uh, like especially with kids, but also um, adults. We sh- uh, many adults are way too unguarded on this because they think I'm an adult. And I can just watch what I want to watch, and mm-hmm. it affects you. It Do not does. allow your freedom to become an opportunity for the flesh. Exactly, and, it does and you. you know, like it really does. And so, mm-hmm. you know, I I don't want to give legalistic like you should watch this instead of this. Watch this, like. But at the same time, like mm-hmm. we've got to be. We are called to a high standard as believers in this. Um, Instead would, of Grey's Anatomy, watch Grace Anatomy. <laughs> Man, I, there probably is a there probably is a yeah. Christian version of that. Um, but I think just being so mindful of that, uh, you know, our kids would say we're overprotective in this, and I'm like, yep, I am, mm-hmm. and and there's a reason why mm-hmm. uh, because you know, and you had the conversation. Well, we watched you watch a movie with guns or violence, and I'm like, yeah, and that doesn't. Like that doesn't stick in my mind. Like that's, you know, that's not, but this will, you know, we've had those conversations with all of our kids and it's like, you're like Charlton Heston had a gun, man. (laughs) Moses had a gun. Of course I am. So it's, you just have to have those conversations and explain and be like, at the end of the day, like God's entrusted my kids to me and we have to make, Christy and I have to make those decisions at the same time. I have to hold myself to those same standards and I should out of stewardship to first my relationship with the Lord and then to my wife uh, and then to all the people around me too, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, and I think the more, um, the, the more you, or excuse me, the less you consume, the more you're like, I don't even want that, you know, like it just, Mm -hmm. you just, because that's God changes Mm -hmm. your taste, Mm -hmm. you know, not that it's not ever a struggle for for me or you or anyone else. Uh, but he does transform us. Yeah. You know, he does. Yeah. And, and I mean, I would just, yeah, I would say that, um, it affects you. And if you don't think it affects you, you're crazy. Uh, and, um, you know, uh, you're deceiving yourself and you're heading towards destruction. Uh, And so I, I do think like, you just need to really watch the amount of content that you're, you know, consuming that's negative. You need to ask yourself, like, am I trying to, you know, because stuff is on TV today, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, like, you know, for real. And I mean, we, we had movies, we watched it, you would watch like TBS and they would like cover somebody with a grape, you know, like a grape <laughs> orchard or something, you know, but now it's just like they are there. You know? It's like, it's yeah. just part of it. It's and, art. And, and that's but I, I would say. ask, like, are you like trying to see that, mm-hmm. you know, like that, that is, that is different. Like, yeah. And that would be the thing back to the original content with guys like, you know, like, are you looking like mm-hmm. for that yeah, or opportunity. is yep. that why you see it because you're looking for it? Or mm-hmm. is it because uh, you see it and you're like, man, this bothers me. You know, mm-hmm. I wish it wouldn't be this way. All right. Last one. Cause I know this really stings. I talk about being funny and not sinning. Oh, and yeah. you know, course joking yeah. and all that stuff. So I didn't talk about this on Sunday, 
But what about that's what she said? Jokes? Oh, the office joke. Yeah. That's what Ooh. she said. Because you know what that means, right? Yeah. Okay. I, yeah. okay. No, I don't even explain. Okay. I, will, I will if you <laughs> no, want. This is no. buggy talk. Yeah. I mean, if you have not, that the joke, it comes from the office. I mean, that's what popular. Don't Google existed, it. But yeah. yeah, yeah. But, I mean, so, man, that's that's one that I'm like. I'm stepping on toes right yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. My own. My yeah, own. My, I've, yeah, I've made I, that so joke can I answer? Confession. Yeah, I actually ahead. used to say that like all the time. And because of this, and part of it, you know, I have ch- kids, you know, and is I really just don't, um, you know, I mean, I'm not saying the old James doesn't, you know, show up every <laughs> once in a while, but I mean, really, I'm like, I don't want to put things in people's heads, you know? Yeah. And I don't know if that's cause I'm a pastor or just cause I'm a believer in Christ. I think it's just cause I'm a believer in Christ, but, mm-hmm. um, I definitely think like, you know, beyond that, you know, so I don't know where the line is, but I think if you cross that, you're, you know, in terms of sexual joking, you are going too far. Mm-hmm. You definitely should not be joking about like people, you know, like. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, that's a wise standard. I think probably if I were to say like, I've made that joke before, uh, and it's just because I'm like, you know, it's actually not really funny. Like, I mean, it, because of what it means and you're, like you said, you're putting thoughts in, in your in your mind and other people's minds and i think what exposed it to me was having kids and i'm like I, they don't need to be going around saying this mm-hmm. so why would i uh so maybe that was not the right motivation but i'll just think you know but if, on a, I, but if somebody makes the joke i'm not like you shouldn't do that yeah, like no, i'm like that's I mean, not like yeah, they're just being funny and you know i don't know that they're sinning the, the point is be funny and do not sin so like, yeah. you just have to keep I think the point of everything that we're trying to say, and I was saying on Sunday, is like, be aware of the serious issue here and don't let your guard down. Like, you need to just have, Mm -hmm. you need to check yourself before you wreck yourself, you know, like, and others. Yeah. And there's like, there, there's times like you'll be in a conversation with somebody or a group of friends and somebody will say something and you all crack up and you're like, okay, (laughs) that's why why we're laughing. But from there, where do you keep it up? Like, or do you continue that? Or do you say, all right, Mm -hmm. yeah, like move on. Like those are the kinds of questions that are heart revealing questions in this. So I would just say again, and we've talked about this before, um, you know, with, when Alec was on, we talked about technology and stuff like that. But Mm -hmm. I think particularly mentioned like, you know, just shame that comes along with this, that uh, it's important as you're having this conversation, if you're parenting kids or older kids and and adults, like, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, like peer to peer, real friends, um, the, the shame that's attached to this, like try, I told my kids, I said, you know, I want you to know this as your dad, like, I don't want this for you, but if you ever, Mm -hmm. if you ever struggle, just come talk to me and I promise you that there's no consequence. Like I will help you mm-hmm. whatever it takes. If it means like we decide, Hey, what's best for you is that we, you know, like I just want to develop that them being able, cause I think so much shame, there's so much shame attached that many people know they need help or they need accountability, but we don't want to bring that up. Uh, and because mm-hmm. it's humbling mm-hmm. and there's shame attached. Mm-hmm. So we have to, I mean, Jesus bore our shame on the cross. And yeah. so, uh, not, that's not licensed to sin, yeah. but that is there's freedom because there's forgiveness. If anyone lacks wisdom, let him ask God who <laughs> gives generously to all without finding fault. And so, you know, if we're trying to help people, we're remembering that if they're coming asking for wisdom on how to deal with something that God sees believers and gives them wisdom and doesn't see fault in them because mm-hmm. of the cross of Jesus Christ. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, this goes into the, the music we can, this isn't just what we watch. This is what, what we listen to. It's just, Oh, you're just setting up the yeah, question. Yeah, I know. I was actually just thinking we got questions and this actually sets one of them up. And I think, 
Uh, so we are going to move into questions. And the, before, the, the question is, because uh, James has referenced his love for 90s uh, uh-huh. rap and hip hop. Uh-huh. So I want to say this first. There's a lot of Christians, predominantly white Christians, who would say, oh, that music is uh-huh. just so uh-huh. bad because... And the same thing applies to their country and pop, whatever they listen oh, to. Yeah, they yeah. it's just because it's in a more just preferable we it, tone. We keep it real in the hood. <laughs> so uh, let's just throw that out there. I've actually um, lived in the hood before. You haven't. So, oh, there you go. You know. Well, so what are your favorite nineties? <laughs> uh, your your favorite nineties uh, rap? Early nineties, um, early two thousands. Yep. Yeah, I would say one of the people said, "Do we need to have a conversation with our pastor about?" Whether that's for the edification of the body, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah, good point. Point taken. Yeah, and just so you know, I'm not like every day right. sitting listening. I grew up with it. Yeah, so you- um, mm-hmm. Even though my parents didn't really like me listening to it, not for Christian reasons, you know, just kind of what you were just alluding to. Um, so because of that, it's a familiarity. Um, so yeah, Jay-Z. <laughs> um which, you know, I would not listen to with my children and, and, uh, you know, Dr. Dre, which I would not listen to with my children. My kids actually have the edited version of the next episode on their, um, iTunes. And it's like, says four words, like the whole song. Seriously. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. And I, you know, I liked Eminem. I liked Kanye West. I liked, um, Biggie was probably my favorite and, and his, no, that's not true. One of the songs starts out right there, man. Uh, yeah, it's not. Yeah. Hey, there you it's go. Not great. So now, but, now you know. But I also love Frank Sinatra. Yeah. And he says the same things, just not explicitly. Exactly. It's, yes, absolutely. The best is yet to come. What well, You know, if mm. listen to the song, you know what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, so. exactly. So there's, it just sounds classy. So, it just, so it's a certain audience. Yeah. So. And, and it's just ingrained. You know, and again, I would say that, you know, with music, this is one of those things where um, some people can just listen to the music for real and it doesn't affect them. It's just the mm-hmm. beat. They're not, I would just say it does affect you. So don't think it doesn't completely mm-hmm. affect you. And uh, secondly, also be very aware of the brothers and sisters who are around you and the content you're consuming. Obviously, there are things that are crossing the line for you individually to do, whether it comes to alcohol or what you're watching on TV or what you listen to. But there are also things that like you need to be mindful of others. So. Absolutely. How about how about another question that makes me seem very spiritual? All since right. That made so me sound not spiritual. this is follow up to a few weeks ago. You referenced <laughs> this when we uh, talked about the mission work, uh, your trip uh, to South Asia. Uh, what is the story about getting arrested in china thank you yeah all right the 90s hip-hop martyr for jesus there christ even though i didn't die so i'm not a martyr um yeah so uh when i was uh surrendered to the call of the ministry um and uh yeah was just kind of be- preparing for bible college i i used that opportunity in between leaving my job and moving to bible college to go uh to uh the mission field for three weeks um i went to china and we were specifically tasked to follow up with a group who had mapped villages and a walk hike so we we're backpacking in the i mean it's kind of rural <laughs> um people that never heard the name of jesus uh china southwest china and um we were if we could engage in conversation, but we none of us spoke English. Mm-hmm. I mean, none of us spoke the the. We all spoke. Yeah, English. Yeah, so you didn't none of English. us spoke the uh, dialect that was right. there, mm-hmm. and uh, we didn't encounter very many people who spoke English. So we would distribute religious propaganda, is what the Chinese the government Chinese government said would we call were it. doing. Yep. And so um, when we were doing that, 
I guess someone in one of these villages were like, hey, there's these four white people walking around in the villages <laughs> distributing religious propaganda. And um, we got arrested. The, yeah. we, I remember we had set up to camp for the night, and here comes this mob of people over this little hill. And um, one of them could speak broken English, who was a police officer, and was like, hey, uh, have you guys been distributing these? And we're like, yeah. I mean, we had like backpacks full of yeah. them. Yeah. Uh, no, and what's so in they, your back? I'm not going to They that. took us. Uh, it was a long way because we were kind of pretty remote. Took us into the nearest town. Uh, we stayed in what was like a customs holding cell. Um, they actually didn't lock our door because the restroom was like a shared restroom for the whole place, like in the courtyard, so we could walk there. So I actually remember walking in the middle of the night to use the restroom. Um, and then uh, they like videoed us. And then that next day, they interrogated each of us individually. And they told us we had seven days to leave the country. And if we ever did anything like this again, we'd be in jail for a year. And so yeah. we got out. Yeah. yeah. And so, I mean, I, I would just say it was cool. The coolest thing. So we we just... We told them, like that morning, I was like, okay, guys, like, well, I knew one guy, I didn't know the other two guys. And I was like, hey, remember when Abraham lied? That did not go well. Right. Uh, so uh, let's let's just tell them the truth. Let's tell them we came here because we love Jesus and we love the God. We love Chinese people. Mm -hmm. And so we all told them that. But um, what was really cool is one of the dudes, so when they took us into town in the, like it was like little SUV, police SUVs. They put three of us in one with two people, and they put the other guy by himself with four of them. Wow! And he said they put in the CD, huh. and they were listening to the CD. Huh? And they pulled over on the side of the road because he got there later than us, and we're like, "Do you believe this?" Yeah. Wow. Like, do you believe this man walked on water and he fed five thousand people? And he was like, "He saved my life." So he could do any of that. Yeah. And I'm like, we will yeah, never know this side of yeah, heaven. That's so cool. Did God yeah. send us there just for that? Just for that you opportunity. Know, like, yeah. He could. Uh, anyway, I mean, there's more to the story, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's amazing. It's amazing. And so, you know, I think what we, we need to remember and understand is that there are, there are people like believers in countries all over who, who you know, share the gospel yes. with their families, with their neighbors at risk for their lives. Yes. And there are those who are called to go to the nations. Yes. We're all called to be a part of going to the nations, but there are those who are called to move like the Jeffersons. And uh, why are we calling them the Jeffersons? Not because of situations like yeah. this, there are countries where it can be dangerous mm -hmm. uh, for them to be known what they're doing or it blows the cover. Um, <clears throat> and so we do, I mean, the same thing happened to friends of mine uh, that I served with in Korea. They moved to China to reach people there and they served very faithfully there. They had a volunteer team come in, uh, spend some time with them and they were doing the same thing. You would go out at night and distribute uh, literature. Well, they had taken some pictures inside this family's apartment. It was a husband and wife and they had two uh, you know, middle school aged uh, sons at the time. And uh, one of the volunteer, like one, like lost the SD card somehow. Well, it was discovered. They bring it in and like, the, the volunteer team told the, our friends, like, hey, we lost this card, so just be, you know, just be mindful. And our friend then like later the next day, and fast forward a couple of days, goes to the post office and sees his picture up and it says mm -hmm. wanted uh for distribute for being a you know missionary. And he was he called his wife, he said, I'll meet you in Korea and uh, I'm going to the airport right now and you need to get the kids. We're leaving. And uh, so it's serious when mm -hmm. we talk about mm -hmm. like this kind of stuff mm -hmm. with security and mm -hmm. missions. So yeah, the IMB has gotten better than sending four random college students. To yeah, <laughs> yeah so exactly. They've, they've come a long way. Since yeah. Then. That was not a, I mean, we met in a hotel with this guy who went by the name Mufasa. <laughs> Seriously. I'm not even joking. Yeah. We debriefed us just because how underground it all was. Yep. That still happens, but they just wouldn't send four 
yeah, 20, without some kind of like training that. experience. Yeah, 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 exactly. Anyway. All right. Well, uh, transitioning since we were in the Atlanta airport today, just a few uh, hours ago, and it's near and dear to your heart because you grew up around grew up there. in the ATL. You grew up like riding the train. Oh, and yeah. Going to I went get to the airport all the time. My, you know? <laughs> my dad was Remember uh, O'Charlie's. Oh, Char- oh, 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 we didn't no, that's O'Reilly. No, oh, that's Charlie's right. no, the, the rolls. They're the good rolls. Yeah, and they uh, they just had like Phillies and stuff. They were in yeah. all the airports yeah. back in the day. Yeah. I don't even think they're no, around. I was thinking O'Reilly's oh, auto parts. <laughs> oh, Charlie, what happened to you? Oh. So anyway, we were there. So I'm going to ask you some questions uh, about the Atlanta, uh, the Atlanta airport, busiest okay. airport in the world. It is the busiest airport in the world since what year? Ooh, uh, 1992. Since 1992, no, actually, officially since 1998. Oh, okay. Well, but, you know, but it right has decade. Been, yeah, but it has been considered uh, the busiest airport since like the 1940s. Oh, wow, mm-hmm. that's early. Yeah, yeah. But it, it wasn't very big but, then. But it either. wasn't officially. They gotcha. just said they were. Oh, they just said. You know, yeah, that's kind of like people from rolls. Georgia do that. No, y'all yeah, do. We just <laughs> okay. How many passengers on average Ooh. go through the Atlanta airport every day? That's a great question. Uh, a hundred and fifty thousand, double that. What three hundred thousand? So many people. Day. My goodness. So how many do you think go on average through the, all the Disney parks a day? Uh, oh, sorry, through Magic Kingdom. Sorry, Magic yeah. Kingdom twenty thousand. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's about uh, fifty to sixty thousand. Really? Yeah. Oh but, my but goodness. Five no. times that goes through the Atlanta yeah. That's airport, crazy. So, yeah. That's crazy. Man, yeah. that's a lot of people in Disney. That's why it's so crowded. You know, I was telling you, going flying always makes me feel like, wow, this world's really big. Yeah. Because this many people are flying. Like, yeah, because you know, I'm like, so insignificant. Like, yeah. I feel like, ooh, I'm on a trip. I'm significant. There's a lot of people here in this church who fly a lot, and they're just like, yeah, you fly. And now, like, we've flown often, but like, still not often enough to like, it's still like, oh, I'm flying. You know, it's yeah. kind of fun. And they're just like, yeah, it's Monday. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah. And, and I mean, you know, when you take an international trip, there's just so many people in the world and all that, yes. you know, so... Okay. Um, anyway, but did you know that there's another airport that has um, more total flights? Chicago O'Hare. Wow. How'd you know that? Uh, because in Atlanta, they talked about the airport a lot. So it Chicago really wins. Was, that's right. You, win, you don't Cubs win baseball, win. but mm-hmm. you win airports. What was on the grounds of the Atlanta airport before it was the Atlanta airport? Ooh, uh, dump. <laughs> Junkyard. No, it was a speedway. That's right. Yeah, I Atlanta forgot Speedway. that. Yeah, and they moved mm-hmm. Atlanta Motor Speedway to Hampton, Georgia, which is just uh, a few miles from where I grew up. Yeah, and the the um, dude who started Coke, he was the one who had built the subway. Ah, yeah, or not the subway, the speedway. Sorry. Interesting. Interesting. Makes uh, sense. Okay. Atlanta does not have the um, tallest air traffic control tower in the world. It has the what ranking? Doesn't have it has the well seventh. I don't know third third. Okay, third. that was a boring question. That was a boring um, question. Oh, how many square those? foot is the dog park? Oh, at the Atlanta. Airport? You know, I noticed when we flew into VPS, there's a dog park outside there the park. Really? There was a little basically it was a fence with a bench with dog paws on the bar on the bench, and I was like, it's okay, the service dog thing. Yeah, and we're never talking about that on Boggy Talk. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Uh, how big, how many, a thousand square feet. I'm, I don't I'm even, helping you. I didn't even know there okay, was this, one. Okay. This, so. this is fun. Okay. The first international flight Ooh. from Atlanta was to blank and blank, two different places. I'm going to, okay. So are they counting like 
Latin America. I'm gonna guess because it's if it's a big deal, then so it's gonna on, be like me, London me, and Paris. Let me explain what international. Means I mean, to you know, you. I know, but if it's not in <laughs> Wait a our minute. nation. I just, you know, sometimes <laughs> when it's talking, you're talking about the Americas, like for now. I, I said international. I didn't say non-American. Well, but flight. now to my credit, I'm now, to help you here. To my credit, they uh, like now you. when you go international, they don't count Mexico. Mexico has its own rules. Like you don't get the same luggage. So I'm gonna say Mexico and Canada. Mexico. And Montego Bay, Jamaica. Oh, that yeah, makes man. sense. Yeah, man. You know, you think far. about it because people like coming down yeah. to go down south. Yeah, makes sense. You know, all that. Yeah. Makes sense. Okay. Um, Montego, baby, why don't we go? Okay. It's Kokomo. Uh, Some old school Beach Boys. Well, actually, that was like new school Beach Boys. But. Um, who were Hartsfield and Jackson? Uh and oh, Jackson was a mayor of mm-hmm. Atlanta because they renamed. It used to just be Hartsfield International, okay. and, and then that was like fairly recently. Yeah, Hartsfield. I'm going to guess was another mayor. Yes, you're right. All right, wow, I'm so impressed. You know, with you that. know, I know my a little bit of Georgia yeah. history. Yeah, I remember is Andrew Jackson, right? Uh, right, and yeah, he was okay. the mayor of Atlanta when like I was a kid, I think, and then they renamed it. How many Starbucks are there in the Atlanta airport? This is six. Question. Yes. <laughs> that was a kind of a random guess, but I was no, like, you, but you I was it. like, there's, there's five terminals plus international. So I was like, there's probably one per, you know? Okay. Yeah. Good job. I'm impressed. Okay. I'm going to ask one more question just because okay. I don't think this is actually as interesting as I thought. Um, <laughs> what nice try. number of people are employed by the Atlanta airport? By the airport or all the... Yeah, all, all the, all, oh. like because of the airport. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna guess, Sorry. and that's a lot. At least, at least ten thousand. Uh, more. Really? Yeah. Okay. Fifteen. Fifteen thousand. More. Twenty. More. Twenty-five. Thirty. More. Thirty-five. Four. I feel like I'm on the prices right. Higher. Yeah. Higher. Thirty-five. Thirty thousand. Keep going. Thirty-five. Keep four. Going. Fifty. Keep going. A hundred. No. Okay. Seventy. <laughs> Sixty-three thousand people. That's so many people. That's incredible. I mean, when you think about it, I mean, it's open 24-7. Yeah. uh, And then, yeah, and you got More people work at the Atlanta airport than live in (laughs) Niceville, Valparaiso. Like Destin probably. Choctaw Beach. Destin and Freeport, yeah. That's wild. That's so many people. And we're not open 24-7. No, we're not. It's like everything's closed closed at 8 o'clock here. (laughs) That's right. Interesting. Well, I know a lot of you uh, fly through Atlanta Airport. uh, And so you, uh, first person to visit all six Starbucks uh, uh, and, and prove it. Uh, wins a Boggy Talk mug. I will. I will make one for you. You haven't uh, made one for me though. Uh, <laughs> is that my job now? Thank you. <laughs> so next week we're gonna. Since we have serve day this. Yes, serve ha- day. We had survey this. Yes, yeah, survey's coming up. Uh, <laughs> it was. Uh, when's this no, coming out? So this serve is, day. This is coming out the Tuesday after. Yeah. Serve day. So we but, had so we just had serve day for you guys yes. listening. And yes. We did the IMB thing. Yes. Right? And we're praying for. Praying for the Jeffersons, the yes, and okay. Laura Jones Moyingo's going to be here on the fifteenth. Yes. Uh, we're going to be talking about awesome. our upcoming uh, mission trips. Yes, uh, soon. Yes. So. so next week we want to talk a little more about like why 
we are trying to do so much mission stuff, why the church needs to prioritize that, the tension of meeting needs and missions and all that stuff. Um, I know we've talked about like helping hurting on this, but just kind of really walk through that stuff. And then we've got some other really cool ideas, some special guests coming up in the next few weeks. We're not going to tell you who because they haven't confirmed yet, but we're, um, <laughs> we're so, waiting. Yeah. So, and then uh, we got the pastor's conference up coming up. We'll talk about that. So we got a lot of cool things to talk about on Boggy Talk. Absolutely. Hey. I said all that because that game was super boring and I'm trying hey, to redeem it. Hype it up a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. So, hey, uh, thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening to Boggy Talk. We are so glad you joined in the conversation. Go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss a beat.